0: hello and welcome to another episode of what's on the pile i'm nathan besner and joining me is shane lee hey what's up jane belcastro hello matt wagner
1: it's wagner
0: jenner it's jenner and our special guest ty gilmer
1: (laughs)
2: greetings
0: how are you doing
2: (laughs) i'm great how about y'all i'm I'm so happy to finally uh, be able to join everyone
0: and you're from over on our, our, our favorite Twitch program, uh, Bastards of the Universe.
2: Yes, I am. I, uh, yeah, we,
0: we kind of can't really call it a podcast anymore.
2: Uh, uh, it, <laughs> it is still considered a podcast. Uh, it's just not getting um, a recorded companion to go with it. So It's like um, a vodcast. Yeah, a <laughs> yep. Yeah. All
0: yes. right. Well, tonight we've got a Netflix offering with the platform. Uh, But first, we're going to discuss what haunts us with Trauma 101. The movies that triggered us, scenes we can't unsee, and the stuff that really messed us up. Movies we're genuinely scared of uh why don't we start out with our newest guest ty uh what fucked you up
2: <laughs> okay so i may not be the best person uh, you know, this is this is like when it's your first day at a new thing and they're like so tell us what your favorite film is and it's like all right do i tell them the last unicorn or do i gauge them first but since i know all of you uh i'm an animation buff and uh, As anyone who listens to Bastards of Universe can attest. I mean, Snake Mountain's back there. Uh, And I would love to throw, like, The Adventures of Mark Twain, Feel a Day, Perfect Blue. Those didn't fuck me up. (laughs) Um, And, and of course, Plague Dogs. But Plague Dogs is a different kind of traumatic. Yeah, Uh, But, no, uh, I want to say the first uh, cartoon where I went, okay, I'm done, was uh, Now and Then, Here and There. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, specifically the scene where the girl was trying to um perform a medical procedure with a rock. Let's go with that. Ah. Yeah. I
3: didn't get that far.
2: Neither <laughs> yeah. did I, actually. That, that
3: that show scared me pretty early on.
2: So. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the cat being murdered over I have a theme of cats in this. Uh the cat being murdered over the intercom was pretty rough. Oh. Uh my go-to film that I own that still f- that, that fucked me up was, of course, 2006's Princess, though. Oh, uh, yeah, with, well, I've heard about that. But yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah. Uh, if you are not a fan of child endangerment, avoid that feature.
4: Um, <laughs> I will, thank you. Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah, that's
1: a theme on this podcast, actually. <laughs> uh, it's the I'm avoiding st-
2: that. The <laughs> story of a priest going to uh, retrieve his niece from... Uh, Dire conditions, and uh, well, trying to retrace uh, the life of his now deceased sister, a, a porn star who went by Princess, and uh, the organized crime and drugs that she got involved in, and how it royally re- ro- just messed up the child. Uh, all in beautiful animation, <laughs> <laughs> and with an ending that makes you go, "I'm good." I don't need to see that again. <laughs> yeah, I have that on DVD, and I initially tossed that at Besner without thinking. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, you want some here? <laughs> uh, I was Ooh. like, I, I have to remind myself not everyone uh, handles. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they,
3: you have to gauge somebody the robustness of somebody's calculus for
0: filth. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah I've, I've found
0: that I've become more sensitive with my age. Uh, Same. I, I did not expect that.
4: And uh, having kids uh, will do it, too. Yeah,
1: yeah I was going to say, my, my example is specifically from that, but I think I was interrupting you, Nate. Like,
0: no, no, it, I, I was <laughs> done. Uh, I, so, I agree. So,
1: um, my number one for this, anytime the subject comes up, and I know it's on Jenner's uh, list as well, is Under the Skin. Yep. which yep. I saw that movie in the theater not just in the theater but in one of those deluxe with the rec- automatic reclining seats theaters right when they mm-hmm. started modernizing those and I saw the movie and I thought one particular scene in it uh, yep. namely yep. on the beach yep. Um, yep. was really <laughs> rough then and then I had a kid and maybe I've got my timing a bit yeah. off on this but I discovered that since that it's it's slowly tapering off now that she's old enough to fend for herself um but i discovered that my mind would actively slide off of that scene i would discover that i i actually could not make myself think of that particular scene in under the skin which if you haven't seen the movie and i'm not going to describe it but if you haven't seen the movie it is not a move a moment of terrible violence it's a moment of terrible tragedy and it is, there is nothing
3: okay about that scene. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, but, Dunner
4: said to me you absolutely cannot watch that.
1: Yes. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. most of the time when people talk about traumatic cinematic experiences they're they're referring to something that is horribly violent or horribly earth-shattering. This is just the implications mm-hmm. of what is shown rather than anything that is actually shown. It is a singularly tragic moment in the in the film. Um Beyond that, I also have a handful of films that I have not seen, because I am fairly certain they would traumatize, them, but, traumatize me, but I own them so that I can keep an eye on them.
3: I will freely allow, I have been waiting for this list since you started teasing it a few weeks ago. Uh, uh,
2: well, you me, speak as if they'll escape and, and populate in the, in the world. I'm pretty which... sure
1: they will. I mean, they there's might. the obvious one, there's the obvious Cannibal Holocaust, which is on mm-hmm. everybody's, you know, the black list of yeah. things. Same. Um there's my discovery of the the one one film I did watch which got rougher and rougher and rougher and I'm sitting there at the end I'm like, oh my God, what was that? And it comes up from the novel by Jack Ketchum. I'm like, oh <laughs> fucking hell.
5: Yeah.
1: Um because one of the other movies that is on that list is The Girl Next Door. Yeah. Which I know of and have not watched and probably never will. Um because yeah, if you if you actually want to know, look up the story behind that because it is based on a true event, and it I, is I th- really awful.
3: <laughs> yeah, I I think that uh, pr- uh, the real incident was also filmed uh, with, I want to say Catherine Keener and uh, and uh, Elliot, then Ellen, uh, Page as,
1: mm.
3: I want to say American Murder,
5: um, maybe which itself
3: which itself was an exceedingly unpleasant experience. Mm.
1: Yeah. But, uh, and beyond that, I just, um, this is just a silly one, but uh, I, when I was a kid, I had chronic ear infections, and I got tubes in my ears, and these were the old ones where you couldn't put your head underwater, so I didn't learn how to swim until I was eight, at which point I had seen all three of the then extant Jaws movies, <laughs> and I was terrified of sharks in the swimming pool, so. <laughs>
2: it's a valid for error, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. That yeah. actually kind of ties in with, with mine. I I have plenty of things that I avoid, and I have avoided all my life. But um, we were talking about seeing something when you were very young and it messing you up. My father worked on Close Encounters on the set. And so because, you know, family pride, we got to go see it. Um, I Maybe like eight, I think, maybe. Ooh. I don't know. And we go and see it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And then uh, my brother buys a Starlog magazine that says that that was based on actual alien sightings i'm like oh my god that could really happen and, it... <laughs> and so ever since you know I, I, I yeah i'm okay with it now but i mean i've lived every summer i live 25 miles from devil's tower eh. and i was just sure the aliens were going to come and get me so you,
0: you know close encounters is one of mine too Oh really? Yeah, wow. I, that's,
6: that's cool. on my pile still. That's, that that was one of the first movies we added to our pile spreadsheet. I've never seen it. I own two copies of it.
5: <laughs>
2: mm. <laughs> to this day, I can't deal with tubas.
6: <laughs> or mashed potatoes. I've I know, but the mashed that. potatoes because of Weird Al. He did it. He, he parodied it in UHF. That's this means something. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's right. That's right. Uh, Shane, how about you?
6: Uh, well, we've done one of the movies on the podcast for me, which was Event Horizon, the, the singular <laughs> most traumatizing movie-going experience in my life. But you know, watching it now, it wasn't so bad. The other one I believe I've also talked about at length, which was Raiders of the Lost Ark, the face-melting, where it went from uh, the yeah. most thrilling, fun movie I'd ever seen to... I blame that movie for my lifetime of squeamishness when it comes to like gore <laughs> and stuff like that. That single scene, that face-melting scene traumatized me to this day that is still my least favorite of the three Indiana Jones movies because it is <laughs> yeah. so tainted by that experience. I actually like Temple no. of Doom. Um, hmm. I also That's have...
3: interesting. Temple of Doom is the one that most people seem to regard as the harshest. of the
6: Yeah, I remember. I think what happened, I watched that movie, and I watched the entire movie terrified there would be a scene as bad as the face melting, and the heart, the heart <laughs> grabbing wasn't as bad. And by the end of it, I was like, oh, my God, I made it. There was nothing bad. I love this movie. <laughs> um, and I've just always had a fondness thought, for that ever since.
1: I would have thought the meal scene would have gotten to you at least a bit. No, no, I mean I I love that screamishness.
6: I, I love that scene. I'm the kind of person who will try any kind of exotic food. I, I mean, hmm. even okay. to this day, I really like that scene. That even as a kid, it didn't gross me out. Hmm. But other than those two movies, I have a handful of scenes that I remember. Like I, we talked about this off pod last week, but Large Marge from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> still yeah. my yeah. favorite, my favorite that's Tim Burton movie. Lots mm. of fun, except for just that one shot. Um, I had to
0: have that edited out of the VHS. My mom recorded off of TV. She
6: just edited that one part. <laughs> oh, that's, awesome. that's an awesome mom. Uh-huh. Um, did a few...
1: she just stand by yeah. and just hit the pause on the record as yep. it happened and then took...
4: oh. oh,
6: that's yep. the way you do it. That's <laughs> was... wonderful, actually. <laughs> she
4: did that I, for I, a lot of
0: movies.
6: I, I don't know <laughs> how I saw this as a kid, but this is a movie from the 80s, I believe, called Dead Heat, starring Treat Williams and Joe Piscopo. <laughs> And uh, there's a scene where It's about reviving I guess it's sort of about zombies Not quite zombies But they can revive people And there's this woman Who as it turns out Has been You know Revived And she decomposes very quickly And is still talking As it's happening And I remember being so traumatized By that scene I went back and watched that movie again A couple years ago It looks so goofy and fake It's (laughs) it's so silly But (laughs) I remember being So terrified of that scene As a kid What
2: if R.I.P.D. was good?
6: Yeah. yeah, I never. Saw it's that. not really good.
3: Uh, it has Vincent Price in it, which is an an intrinsic form of merit in That's its a, own it's right.
6: A but... Plus one. Yeah, yeah. I, I do have a recent one that I saw as an adult, which was the the Stephen King adaptation Gerald's Game on Netflix. There's a degloving scene which I knew about, and people talked about it. I've read the book. I knew it was going to happen, so I braced myself for it. And as I was watching it, I literally felt sick to my stomach and had to look away like that's the one you know nowadays i'm still a little squeamish but I, you know i i watched you know every 30 31 to 35 horror movies every october i'd never have to look away gerald's game i had to look away during that just that one shot you know that like,
4: actually reminded me I um was it was it red dragon where gary oldman was in the hannibal uh that electric? was
3: um um
2: hannibal,
4: hannibal. 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 okay hannibal that messed me up man yeah. the part with the pigs I, I said i had to watch it through giant sausages <laughs> basically my hands were over my eyes i was like oh oh god oh god so that's my one adult you know like oh no no i mean <laughs> to, to,
6: to this day i won't watch danny boyle's 127 hours because i've heard about the arm hacking <laughs> oh. it. I've, heard yeah. I've heard it's yeah. horrific and i i don't think i could sit through that
2: i was working in a movie theater at that time former projectionist for mm. everyone playing home, so I got to hear the uh, audio of the arm cutting scene. And anyone who has seen it, um, the intensity of that music. Well, I got to hear the bass line of it. So no matter where I was in the booth, I would know at what point the arm was being cut off because <laughs> the booth was vibrating. Oh, God. Man. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's
3: got to be a little bit like my experience of seeing the uh, the uh, uh, feature version of Yorotsky Doji in uh, one of the Atlanta Art House cinemas. Oh, uh, wow. Well, I mean, it was it was like, uh, I think the screening started at something like 11.30 at night, and so you assume that the, uh, the uh, audience was uh, mostly a collection of anime guys and the girls that they dragged along. <laughs> at least that certainly wouldn't look like at that point. But then, of course, you get to... That moment in the uh, the second third of uh, of the movie, the one where the guy has to replace the one thing with the demon thing, and it was uh, I I I was pretty sanguine, but I was kind of there with uh, with most of the guys in the theaters, like, oh no, don't you do it, man! <laughs> but you could hear all of their girlfriends giggling like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a that was a fun theatrical experience. <laughs> Uh, that, that's not one of the ones that I would put on my uh, my trauma list uh, we've actually covered uh, all of them The one that was particularly jumping to mind was uh, under the skin The really weird one the the absolute outlier that sticks with me and if any of you go uh, you you all saw this at a similarly formative age and with a similarly sensitive upbringing I guess. This may have actually uh, uh, hit for you guys in the same way. So the Ice Pirates.
6: <laughs> oh yeah. still Never haven't seen, seen it. I don't it. know what that is. <laughs> You're still, still uh, traumatized put that on the
3: pile. generally oh. inconsequential comic science fiction thingus fluff. fluff. Yeah, no, nothing terribly monumental, but there's this one scene where our guys uh, the the protagonists are uh making a getaway through, essentially, a space mall, and uh, they're on uh, motorcycles and uh, that sort of thing, and there's this little family of robots. There's, like, three little robots holding hands, just going up one of the aisles, and one motorbike runs over one of them. And, you know, the two remaining just absolutely panic, and then uh, a moment later another robot runs over the other one, and so there's this little robot just going, Mommy! Baby! Mommy! Baby! I cried for frickin' hours. Oh. Oh,
0: God. I, I, have a, I have a similar one uh, along those lines. The shoe in Robert, Roger Rabbit uh, when it got oh. melted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, It dip. was hugely... Yeah, It's a rough moment. That was right. a very rough moment, because that shoe it's... was so cute. It, it is
3: the absolutely the formative ones that'll really stick with you. Like, yeah, you mentioned the Plague Dogs. I went into that movie not knowing what the hell I was getting at the age of ten. So, uh... <laughs> I mean,
6: I remember, didn't Christopher Lloyd have cartoon eyes in that? Yeah. yeah. At, at yeah, the end, yeah. that, that fucked me up, too. That, that was terrifying.
2: Literally yeah. sta- staring daggers at mm-hmm. Bob Hoskins in one scene.
6: Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's
1: right. Uh, I... Is it, I need is it to re-watch literally that. staring daggers or staring literal daggers?
5: I think either works. (coughs) True. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: I I got a couple of weird ones, uh, and one that makes sense. Um, Troll 2 is a big one for me, uh, because the big scene that I'd seen, I didn't watch the whole movie, I saw the back half of it, but when they do the, you're eating my mom part, and there's carving up the kid's mother as birthday cake?
2: They're eating her, and then they're gonna eat me! And then they're gonna oh eat Oh my me. god! You fucked me up! <laughs> what, did,
1: what did you think of the Tom Petty, uh, Alice in Wonderland, Don't Come Around Here No More? Because <laughs> that is <laughs> that, also how that ends. Well, I, <laughs>
3: that, I, that was a pretty alarming video when it first came out, <laughs> yes. They, they
0: did it on Star Trek The Next Generation as well, with, uh... Oh. Uh, yeah, there was an episode where Data was having weird dreams, and there was a cake of Counselor Troy, and he was cutting a slice out of her. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she says something like, "Would you like a piece of me?"
6: Oh, since <laughs> since I have since I have tie here, do you remember an episode of GI Joe? It's something. The title is something Springfield, where, where oh, with it? the melting people. Yes, the melting <laughs> people. I don't know. I don't know the context, but that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Uh,
2: I won't do it here, but I do have a knack of finding those episodes, so I, I might be able to send it to you. Cause, uh, funny enough, on another stream I was in, uh, someone was ask, was talking about G.I. Joe and a barbarian character, and, and to which I responded with, oh, Ramak. And she nice. was like, what? You actually know what I'm talking about? like, yeah, he was a repainted uh, He-Man figure for uh, uh, Cobra, and they had him in a coliseum to fight Duke. It's a weird... That that was stuff yeah, that my little... brain it kept to the. Yeah, you kept it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: probably my biggest uh uh formative fuck up was when I saw Don't Look Now when I was nine years old. Uh it was an edited version. It was on USA Network and I watched it on there, but uh spoilers for Don't Look Now, if you haven't seen it run mm-hmm. away from what i'm about to say just skip forward 30 seconds
4: <laughs> i haven't seen it but go ahead
0: oh no <laughs> i'll save it for the show then it uh, will we'll, we'll oh, do it so on your pile
3: now. okay yeah, i was about to say if you haven't seen don't look now that's that's another one of those significant okay
0: you know, i've probably seen oh, it sorry, fair <laughs> warning though there is child endangerment in it yes sir mm-hmm.
4: Well, okay, it's if I'm warned, it might yeah. be okay.
6: There's but Donald maybe, Sutherland in, in Endangerment as well. <laughs> don't, don't Look Now as one of your favorite movies, though, right? You actually survived yeah. the trauma and came around to love it. See, I couldn't do that with Raiders of the Lost Ark. That whole movie is just tainted for me. Yeah. Hmm.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I, there are a lot of things that really, really disturbed the shit out of me when I was little, like, uh, like the first two Star Trek movies. Uh, specifically, the transporter scene in Star Trek The Motion Picture. Uh, the one where yeah. uh, Commander Sonak and the other Poor sod end up melting in a transporter.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh and uh and of course the uh the ear parasite from uh, from Star Trek too. Yeah, that was uh, so yeah, classic. Yeah. Yeah, you know, coming coming to those very young, those'll uh the, the, those'll mess you up. But yeah. I, I mean it's as I've said in the past kind of like with uh my uh early trauma from the comic adaptation of Creepshow.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh again, another instance of somebody being a cake. Um <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, kind, we kind of come around uh, to these things. It's like I was, I was terrified of horror movies when I was little, but beneath that terror was this absolute fascination to the point where I ended up, you know, actively seeking him out on an almost constant basis as I got older.
5: Mm.
4: Yeah. I actually have another one that might uh, resonate with all of y'all: the twi- Twilight Zone, the movie.
3: Okay, oh, yeah, oh. that's that 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 movie mm. will kick you around. That was. Yeah. Whoo-
4: I mean, the beginning, I mean, Dan Aykroyd, come
3: on. Scariest Dan Aykroyd ever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
4: and then, of course, that kid that could, like, make anything happen. Oh, God.
5: Yeah. The Joe uh, Dante
0: segment.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Children the true Children, uh, the true monster. But <laughs> then, of
4: course, you know, going in, you know, that a guy actually died making yeah. it. That's, you know, that'll mess you up.
0: Yeah. And, so. uh In the uh, John Landis segment, it was yeah. two yeah. kids, uh, two kids and... Uh, What's his name? Vic Morrow. Vic Morrow. Thank Vic Morrow. you. Yeah, and uh, they got decapitated by a helicopter that went awry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Terrible. Yeah. yeah, and they left that that film in, didn't they? I mean, no, no, not, no, not
3: no. the
0: actual, not the actual Death.
4: Foot. Oh, okay. No, I no. thought they actually used a little bit of it.
0: No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> John Landis almost went to jail over that, and yeah. he probably should have.
4: <laughs> yeah.
5: Right. Yeah.
0: Oh well. I another classic one. Uh, the Librarian goes from Ghostbusters. Uh, I know a lot of kids that, that got caught with that one.
1: You know, what makes that one weird is it is so it's such an unexpected image not that the ghost isn't gonna go you know scary boo at you but it transforms into some sort of an ape with an exposed brain yeah <laughs> and you're like wait, wait a minute that doesn't even look like a person what is going on here <laughs> it's
6: horrifying
1: Absolutely She's like horrifying. another an extra dimensional librarian ape what's happening
6: <laughs> now, now that i think of it ghostbusters too scared the crap out of me oh. i was afraid to take a bath for like months after that. Because Aww. of the scene where you know Weaver is giving her baby a bath and you see the pink slime come out of it and it becomes a thing in the bathtub and tries to eat them. And that oh. scared the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. I-
3: I'm going to have to allow after the first half of the miniseries version of It, uh, I was afraid to go anywhere near anything with an open sewer line. Mm. <laughs> I got over that after the second half because the second half was so underwhelming.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: You know, so, so that's a very short-term phobia in my past.
2: Yeah, as we? far as disturbing films go, I'm very impressed. No one mentioned, you know, like Lucifer Valentine or Army Corinne. I'm very pleased. Oh. some <laughs> of those
3: are ones. Are, some of those are just ones that we've been sort of scrupulously avoiding. Like I've got a copy of a Serbian film. I still haven't seen it. I've had it yeah. for years, and I still haven't seen it. I have a copy like as well. Like I say, I,
6: you,
1: you have a copy,
6: and it's over there, where you can <laughs> keep an eye on I think it. I, have a, I <laughs> like, think I have a torrented copy of it on my hard drive somewhere. Uh, yeah, uh, see, no, that gonna, one can I, I, move I, around.
1: I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat with, uh, with the remake
3: of Funny Games, mostly <laughs> because I saw the original Funny Games, and I'm told it's an almost shot-for-shot remake, so I've got a copy of it, and I've
6: yeah. had it
3: since, I think, 2009, and I still haven't ever actually watched it. I mean, I it was the same...
6: Movie. The same guy made both, right? Panicky, yeah. Yeah.
1: Has yeah. have any of you seen Man Bites Dog? Yes.
0: Yeah. Ages ago. That yes. is yeah. That has been a while. A you great... want to talk about child endangerment? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: it is a great, funny, glorious film, and then it gets to a point where it just becomes awful. <laughs> and yeah, there's just it go. It's going along, and it has its premise in there, which if you don't know, is a very early. Let's have a reality show with a serial killer and the camera crew following a serial killer around doing his business. And then it just gets to a point where all of a sudden it becomes too awfully real and it just stops being fun because I had intended to show that one for movie night for years. And I kept hitting that blockade. I'm like, I can't in good conscience have anybody in my group sit through that part. Yeah. And I was actually contemplating showing it but with a fast forward button through that mm-hmm. bit. And no, I never did.
0: I consider Mambite's dog to be both brilliant and unwatchable.
1: Yeah. I can see that. I can see that.
0: Yeah. It's it's an interesting film. It's I I wouldn't say it's worth a watch because it's so it hits so hard. But yeah. um and I especially have... child endangerment. If you have anything, yeah. A, yeah. a child gets fucking murdered in that movie, and they show yeah. it full-on. And
1: <clears throat> there's there's two yeah. others very similar in theme. Um, I stumbled over the eyes of my mother.
3: Yes. Ooh, that, that is a rough one.
5: we come back.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, no. No, they don't put him back. <laughs> um, like I said,
3: I'm, I'm still actively keeping some of these folks away from Possessor, uh, the yeah. Cronenberg film as well. I, uh,
1: this, I'd say Eyes of My Mother is worse than Possessor, but this is, yeah. um, I mean, child endangerment, uh, amateur surgery, uh, in... Lots of
3: lots of squick.
1: Yeah, yeah and it's a lot of squick in that. Movie. It was very much a oh this looks good. Oh this is very arty. Oh oh this this oh Uh-oh, okay I'm not isn't... having i f- I'm not having fun anymore. Yeah. <laughs> this is one
5: of those movies that isn't
3: for anybody. Yeah.
1: And the other I one likes is... that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I, 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 I
3: like I he actually I, I actually thought well, I thought highly of it and I have a copy of it. I don't know it's not one of those ones that I revisit just for shits and giggles no. on a regular yeah. basis. When
1: I when I watch a movie, it actually goes into a bin for a rewatch where I go through commentary tracks and stuff like that. Eyes of my mother has been in that bin for a long time now. <laughs> and it may not be coming out. Uh, yeah. And the last one may actually ruin my reputation, because the other one I was going to quote would be Terrifier, not Terrified, duh, which oh, we have reviewed here. The yep. one with the clown.
2: Art the Clown, uh, yes.
1: Yeah, and Mm-mm. that yeah. is, yeah. I don't know anyone I would actually recommend that movie to, but I have to say, if it has a virtue, <laughs> it is that it does not, It like the 70s era horror films, when they were just figuring out how far they could push things it does not feel like a safe film. <laughs> you get a ways into the film, and you're like, I don't know where this is going, and I don't feel like this is going to be a safe experience, whatever happens. However you define that. There are and some it, movies
3: that are coming for you.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it kind of has, uh, horror-wise, it has an interesting concept behind it, and it has an interesting twist on a couple of points in the film that genuinely surprise you and it's still executed in an, a completely I mean unwatchable is a term I'm not sure if I'd use it I don't really have a better term way so I, and of course they're making a sequel
6: yeah nice. my, actually I was about to mention that because I was working on a, on a film shoot this past weekend and one of the actresses from terrified Two terrifier 2 is going to be in it she wasn't on set that day but the director was really excited that he, he had someone who's going to be in terrifier 2 who apparently is, is getting ready to pop So I also also don't know her name, but that was kind of exciting. (laughs) There
3: there are films one inherently approaches gingerly,
6: yeah,
3: uh, especially when dealing with other people. Like I love the Deadly Spawn, aka Return (laughs) of the Aliens, Deadly Spawn, but if you're not with people who are comfortable spending an hour and a half, like (laughs) because that movie will. yeah, that movie will give you the butt willies, regardless. <laughs> uh, mostly, mostly by virtue of the single nastiest uh, alien creature design of the 80s.
2: There's a reason, sw- a reason swimming to sea is uh, carefully listed in the animation section. Uh, what is it called? Free V now? IMDB's streaming thing? Yeah. Uh, wow. uh, South Korean CGI fish mhm uh, m- body horror movie uh Ooh. for kids uh along this <laughs> yeah yeah it's the it's uh an example of what life is like inside of a fish tank in a in a fish market uh oh. with but a, a very hard look at if you remember when we watched leafy uh, a hen in the wild um uh, about the same like hard look like this is how meat processing works <laughs>
1: Oh, so like the uh, like the fish tank section from uh Monty Python's uh Meaning of Life, right? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's a there's a scene where one of the fish uh actually dies and then a a uh, I thought it was a flounder, but they kept calling him like uh, flatfish. Uh actually comes up from the uh, oxygen, uh oxidizer to snatch the corpse and drag it under uh <laughs> to the horror of the rest of the fish in the tank, um, who then uh, start eating the flecks of fish that come up through the vent. Oh, so, boy, no. Wow. Uh, I don't yeah. think this is Y7. <laughs> <laughs> not,
3: not the sequel to Tokyo Fish Attack we were expecting.
2: Yeah. But what that we deserve.
3: So, that itself
0: being a pretty fucking rough movie. <laughs> I, need to, I need to show this to Amelia.
5: She I kind of want to
4: see it, too. Uh-oh. I don't know what it is about that. That that description actually yeah, it's it's a
2: it. It, it's part of a double feature of fish uh, animated features i've been thinking about showing it's Padak uh swimming to sea and uh help i'm a fish with, uh, which uh features alan rickman as the villain uh I love him. With, a, with a musical number uh okay, i so, have no
5: idea hell
4: yes now like. i got to see this
1: i have no idea any of the background of this but for some reason i feel like it must be
2: related to a talking cat <laughs>
4: <laughs> it
2: it is hand drawn animation, I should note though. Oh, okay. For the for the second yeah. one. First one is is kind of a rough South Korean CGI, but it it works for the subject matter. Mm-hmm. Now, of
3: course, all y'all understand Ty likes getting you to watch things. Mhm. Y- y'all know this. Yeah, yeah. The
2: Slaughtered Vomit Dolls trilogy is a fantastic series, <laughs> as long as you don't coincide it with Chowder Night. I don't know. I don't know how that happened. I'm sorry.
3: We'll, 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 we'll get to it right after East Market District. <laughs> but we All got right. the
2: deposit back, so.
0: <laughs> well, on that, why don't we go ahead and uh, take our break? Uh, we will be right back. And we're back. Uh, next up, we'll be talking about The Platform, a film about a kind of prison that has countless levels and two occupants per room. Every day, food is delivered from a platform that appears at the center of the room, briefly, before descending to the lower levels. On this platform is food, food that does not make it to the lower levels. Goreng awa- awakens to find himself on one of the higher floors with his roommate, Trimagasi. Do you, do you like Allegory? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Do you like allegory? <laughs> I hope so, because there's a metric fuck ton of it in this movie.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just all uh, over the place.
4: Talk about trauma. <laughs> that I... movie fucked me up. I hated it. <laughs> 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 y'all y'all discuss amongst yourselves. I that's all I have to say. No, I'm sure there's more I have to say. But anyway, there you go. I I, I mean, ended up
0: really liking this
4: movie. I, uh, yeah.
0: ah! I did
6: too. By the end of it, uh, I, had, I, like, I had been marriage. avoiding this. I liked the first third of it, and then it kind of lost me after a while. I can see <sighs> that. It
1: I was... I think it's interesting. It's not actually a prison. Yeah,
6: it's, it's not, clear, not what clear what it is. It is. Yeah, because that guy's the main character's there to get a diploma. Somehow. Yeah, it, it, Somehow. it's
3: more like a social experiment that mm-hmm. yeah. uh, is just you know, so completely overseen at a governmental level that uh, it, it ends up producing theoretical or presumptive real world benefits to the people
4: who actually make it out it's like the... Big Brother yeah. on crack well, <laughs> I the, assume that, that they're assumes... all being filmed and people are watching this shit
6: <laughs> That assumes it's not like makes a game it it show
5: <laughs> yeah it's not yeah, really that's...
6: clear because yeah. our main character is supposed to be done at the end it was yeah. his last month, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was either last month or second to last. I thought of... he
1: had another. I thought he had another month after the month on level six. Yeah,
4: yeah.
2: yeah I think, I
3: think he was thing. supposed to.
2: Vertical yeah. cube sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. And you know what? I was going to
3: say th- this did make me uh, want to uh, hurry up and actually watch oh, the uh, the Japanese remake of Cube uh, fairly directly. I did have the sinking feeling. I, feel- feel-
6: I, d- I, I did ahead. have the sinking feeling like this was going to end the same way as Cube did, and it did. Yeah. It ends with the innocent it, character escaping, and we still don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm yeah. sorry. And I just also, I hated it out.
1: Cube. Oh, I just figured okay. it out this isn't. This is this isn't Cube. This is Line. Oh, this is a single dimensional cube. It's
6: just <laughs> up and down. To <laughs> so to be clear on Cube, I I went in expecting like a science fiction movie, and it was more of a horror movie. And this was back in mm. my you know horror aversion days. So it just yeah, that's another cube. movie that fucked me up. I wasn't expecting that going in.
1: Yeah, Cube had, has its failings. I, I really like it in theory, but there are sections of it that I think are chewing the scenery even more than I like. So,
2: Cube might have been better with a buffet, I agree. <laughs> <laughs>
4: There was some actual food porn. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah, not not when. Oh my God! What what was the man who lived with Goring? Uh, the fucking the eating
6: sounds that uh, man. Uh, yes, is. it yeah. sounded ah, It, it did, felt to it me it rem- that reminded me of smacking garbage. It, it, oh. I know, I know, soft shell lobster isn't a thing, but that's kind of what the sound reminded me of. Like, not like soft shell crab because that's sort of small, but something meaty but with that chitinous sort of shell on it. Is what it mm-hmm. sounded like every. No matter what, he looked like he was eating rice at times, and he was still making these horrible sounds. I think he was Smack supposed it. to be. He was cracking the bones. To get them yeah, out.
3: yeah. At, at the risk of uh, oh. of uh, of uh, pulling the low hanging fruit, pun wise. Mm. Uh, the uh, the Foley guys definitely made a meal of this.
4: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> 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 I do love a pun, but that one stuck. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, food, the food preparation wow. stuff kind of reminded me of like John Genet
6: or like Terry Gilliam. and sort of had that feel before we really got into like mm-hmm. the grit of what the prison was. So you I was- Just
2: off our thin mint. <laughs>
6: All mixed together in a bucket. Same as usual.
2: <laughs> it got to that point. Like, there were yeah. a few levels where it was just like, is this food? How is this movie not Korean?
1: i genuinely okay and i will i'll be honest i genuinely thought it was korean because so much of the uh, when it comes up on netflix the images they had up there were not particularly revelatory of the characters in it but you got a definite feel of the environment and sort of the lighting scheme and the general depressive industrial Aspect of everything, I assumed it was Korean, and I was actually <laughs> avoiding it because of what I thought I was getting into, but um having been forced to watch it, i I got to agree with Nate, I do actually really like this i
4: I, I really liked it as well. uh, uh yeah, Jenner uh, was uh, grinning through the whole thing. I was just <laughs> like, oh, oh, this is awful I mean ha-
3: having established that th- that the social allegory is very very oh my god on the nose uh,
0: <laughs> yeah you're not kidding god, yeah, it's like yeah, my first allegory yeah
4: <laughs> but uh, yeah. i mean it it,
3: uh, it it still manages to uh, to maintain attention and it keeps zigging when i expect uh, when i expect it to zag and uh, i was not expecting it to be that violent <laughs>
0: um no, okay.
3: I wasn't. I was. I'm really more okay with that sort of thing. I think than Jane is. But yeah, uh...
4: no, the violence and the just the gross eating sounds and all the dirty food and people shitting on each so, other and pissing on the food. Really, drop stuff. it on like, you God you damn! Yeah. I just know. So but, I mean, is there, this there, the there... only
0: cannibalism you haven't liked?
4: Uh, yeah, no, actually, I did not <laughs> because these people were just you know completely alive and you know.
1: So it's, it's uh-huh. interesting to me. I how... was
4: fine with one, so they were dead. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, that's fine. But, you know, eating somebody alive? No, <laughs> thank you.
1: It was interesting to me how quickly we got to cannibalism. Because, honestly, I fig- what I was dreading was that this was going to be an hour and a half and we ended cannibalism. And, no, we got there within, like, 15 minutes.
5: Yeah. yeah. At which yeah. point,
1: that's it's like, okay. That's just shit that
3: happens on level yeah. 131. Yeah. It's... <laughs>
1: At which point, we're like, okay. <laughs> Where is this going from there? Because, you, I mean, like I said before, you had cube. This is line. You have up, you have down. We have established the parameters. What are you going to do in this environment? <laughs> and it turned out they found some things to do. <laughs> uh, I, I love the
3: low-key running joke of figuring out what people's thing that they brought with them was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that
4: was great. The the guy, like dude that. brought a katana! No, <laughs>
1: the guy I can't get over is the one who brought the surfboard. Surfboard, yeah. So that's great. Is, what was he thinking?
4: I mean, a book is a hundred times better than a surfboard.
6: <laughs> I'm if so. we have
4: to be honest, I think the book did kind of save him a couple of times. I mean, he could eat I the book, he, which he did. He at, did eat young. the yeah. book. You can't um, get a surfboard. And and he also read it. Read to our psychotic uh cellmate.
6: <laughs> well, we also don't and know that, what everybody we don't know what everybody's in there for. Like the surfboard guy could have been uh, I don't know, going to be a surfing instructor or something somehow. Mm-hmm. So that could play into why people bring certain things. I don't know. They they explain so little about things. They could have placed anything in those rooms just to make us wonder and they might have had mm-hmm. an explanation for it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a, did... it,
3: it is one of the low-key joys of uh, of uh, the picture as well as Kinda sorta explaining the twist of the ending, but uh leaving that aside for the moment. Yeah, we'll get to that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It Okay, yeah. Yeah,
3: I was I was gonna say I know Nate wanted to approach this a little bit more linearly.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh yeah, yeah. Um we've we've kinda we've gone out eight minutes on it already. We can just (laughs) keep going. (laughs) Um, Uh we (laughs) should I mean, yeah, we start uh oh uh yeah, we start out with uh, Goring waking up on. Uh, I think it was level twenty-seven. Was it level
5: 27? 40... 40... 40, 40, 40, forty? Forty-seven or 40, 40, forty-eight? I forget.
0: Yeah, yeah which was a good level
4: because there was big. still food.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and that's where uh, we find out that Goring brought Don Quixote. Uh, Trimigasi tries to get Goring to understand the place, but Goring's like, "No, I'm rebellious. I'm gonna obviously. I'm gonna mm. be the good guy." <laughs> And that's where, <laughs> that to me is where the allegory really kicks in, really hardcore. They start going into the, like, oh, okay, yes, uh, we, we need to re- we redistribute our wealth. That's, yeah. I think that's the yeah. biggest message. He, he kind of starts off as
3: a, as a do-nothing leftist. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, specifically a communist. This is largely a communist allegory, or a anti-communist allegory, if you like.
3: Certainly Marxist. Uh, Yeah.
0: yeah. It's also supposed to be uh, anti-capitalist as well. Mm -hmm. Except
1: capitalism almost didn't enter into it. Oh no, this was
2: definitely trickle-down economics. Yeah, but it was
1: was trickle-down economics, but you have to realize that none of it is driven by capital, and none of it is a structuring of people above one another for a reason. It's entirely randomly assigned and reshuffled and what it's showing is that in the random happenstance of assignment, that is what leads to the despicable behavior on the e- people below you. That is what was explained by, I'm sorry, his name, Teragasi? Who was the first? Uh, tr- uh, Trimagasi. Trimagasi. Trimagasi's first point was that we don't talk to the people above us. We don't talk to the people below us because they're below us. The people above us won't listen to us. And we don't talk to the people below us because they're below us. They can't do anything for us. And it was, it it's instructive that all of the people in this are they're not being required to do anything except be there. They have an idealized idea of what could happen if everyone was generous, but the what is it? The uh, spontaneous solidarity. Yeah. That is required for the system to "quote unquote" work.
3: Yeah, can't it, happen. It feels <laughs> absolutely like a uh, like a so, like a massive sociological experiment, mm-hmm. and, and I, everybody almost instantly falling into those Milgram patterns most of the time.
6: I, I mean, all, all I heard, you know, when, when he's rooming with the administrator or whoever she is, and she's trying to you know talk to people, saying, "Eat, oh, what's on the mm-hmm. plate?" All I heard was, "Can you please just fucking wear your masks?" Please just wear your mask. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's what I was hearing, and...
1: But it helps to understand that the the one government person we see gets into the system, every Mm -hmm. single thing she knows about the system is wrong. Mm -hmm. There are no children in the system, there's Mm -hmm. only 200 levels, or did she say 250? She
5: said
0: 200. 200.
1: She said 200? Yeah, Goring thought it was 250. Yeah, the things she knows about the system are wrong, and she believes... I mean, she she believes herself a hopeless case. That's why she went into the system. She has cancer. She's lost the battle. She's going to die. And Her choice so of goes,
3: object was deeply irresponsible.
4: It was. Yeah, yeah. you that was do not. You don't bring a book. <laughs> she's Remember, all but, yelling that he doesn't shouldn't bring a book into yeah, there. And bring, and what yeah. does she the do?
1: Is the message. <clears throat>
4: Ew, he before was the tear, so before the Yeah. He
1: was so
5: cute.
0: Yeah, uh, but the second that dog came on screen, I was like that thing's not going to make it. Yes. I
3: know
6: yes. and that's that's somebody's really emergency concerned. food supply. The guy even yeah. says a sausage, this is a sausage dog with more dog. sausage than dog or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. As a dachshund owner.
2: Yeah. Um. <laughs> that um. must not have been fun. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it, well, there's a wonderful website called Does the Dog Die? Yeah. Uh, and uh, I've heard of that. Yeah, it it's a wonderful resource that I have had to check for many a movie. So uh little little so push you do. No, I knew it was coming as soon as I saw a, a screen mm-hmm. capture of a cute dog and it's like, well if it's inside of a prison, clearly this dog is the main character and he goes on happy <laughs> adventures.
3: Aww. Meanwhile, that would be a very around. different movie. I would yeah. watch that movie, but that is
0: not this movie.
3: Oh man, platform
2: <laughs> yeah. dog's my favorite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so how did everybody feel about uh, Miharu as a character
1: I was curious what everyone thought about that because I'm since, not sure what to make of her
0: since she is the one who ate the dog yeah. um, mm-hmm. which and uh, and at least apparently
3: <laughs> the only other person who was irresponsible enough to bring another living being in as her object
5: Yeah, <laughs> did she?
3: that's sort of how I took the twist at the end the way that the but kid was the there pro- in the first place was that that's the um, problem,
1: though. She was yeah. looking for her son. That was yeah. a girl.
4: Yes. That's oh. what I was thinking. When did I, they so say she son? Because nice. I
0: just heard them say the child. It, and in the.
1: Maybe.
5: I
4: don't no, remember them saying said son. said it once. was her son. No. Yeah, she, I said, know they said it was. It was
1: well, like she doesn't her speak.
5: <laughs>
4: yeah. I mean, not she her. Speak yeah. At all. Yeah. But, but I know it, pretty... was,
1: it was his first roommate say, in introducing her saying that she's going up and down the uh up and down the the complex looking for her son he did specifically yeah. say son now how he would know
5: that
4: but see he probably might have made telephone. a mistake but then mm-hmm. again you might be right that that well i mean i don't know i i i don't know i mean it was supposedly a girl i a pretty I, I, child. I'm still wondering knows, a little sister. bit how the kid
3: managed to survive on level 333 in any case.
1: Because uh-huh. it's an allegory.
0: Because it's uh-huh. an allegory. Yeah. Uh,
2: and I'm... there were two prisoners on each level, which means there were 666. Yeah, and there's yeah. your yeah. religious allegory. As a, yeah,
0: yeah, my first allegory.
2: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but
0: as,
3: uh... as far as Miharu herself, uh, my main thing is I mean, she's an interesting plot device. Um, she remains even the more the more we know about her the more of a cipher she becomes
1: mm-hmm. um, she is the tra- she is the traveler in it she's the one yeah. who is witnessing everything else going on she's part of it which is an unusual yeah. thing for a cipher or yeah. a, or a traveler to be but and, yeah and
3: both getting fucked up and fucking shit up on the way as well
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah
3: i did not expect her character to end the way that it did
0: no uh, i didn't well, either i, I did like not expecting <laughs> anything
3: so abrupt there
0: no. but but I also didn't like them having her eat the dog, because that didn't... Yeah,
4: I hated that. It,
0: it didn't make logical <clears throat> sense in that they had the food on that level, and, and she was up high enough that she came down. Like, they, they were up on a pretty high level, weren't they,
4: at that point?
6: Him at- and the administrators, Yeah, so.
4: it was like level eight.
6: Uh, Wait, the administrator? No, they were far down. They it was like
3: 33 y- somewhere. Yeah, like, yeah. 31, yeah okay. Yeah, like was
6: 33 or so, yeah.
0: Enough that they had food constantly, and they had enough oh, food that's right. to, to <sighs> give to the dog on every other day. Alternate day. And I kept yeah.
4: expecting that the dog, you know, when they were like trying to save whoever, I, I don't remember, that I I thought... That the dog being on the platform, he was going to go down. Yeah, yeah I Somebody thought that was going to Somebody was going to hold happen. him <laughs> until they got hungry. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, I, I took the dog eating to be a sign of her psychosis. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. the, was like, the right. child wasn't real. I mean, real.
4: she expected to be the next, you know, Marilyn oh, Monroe or something.
1: Actually, no, we know what How her item How they were going to
4: make that happen, I don't know.
1: We know what her item was that she brought in. Unless it was actually,
4: ukulele. that's right. Okay, Uh-oh. so when that, that being the case, I have
3: no idea where the kid came from.
2: Yeah, I I didn't think the child was real after that point. So when the child was revealed, it was like how do we know that's even there, you know? Mm. I mean you have a point. It's also it's also a little bit
1: um disingenuous their journey down because they act like it's a great long time, but I I worked it out. If it's three hundred and thirty-three levels and the platform descends in a day, that's only four minutes on each level, so they're only on that platform for a day, writing it down. And yeah, they're having a fight on each floor, but well, the first 51 floors, um, but acting like it was a, a great grand trick. That I mean, I it felt like it. Was, they must have been doing that for days and days and days, but no, it was one day. They've, they've established the rules here, they need to play by them. <laughs>
3: Well, I mean, at the same time, we live in an age when very often it feels like a, a heroic quest just to go to the freaking store. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, There's a lot of stuff just under the surface in this movie. Mm. Uh, and a lot of stuff that yeah, we're still kind of parsing at this point as well.
6: Well, I feel like, you know, where the movie lost me, I did really enjoy the first, I guess, the first two roommates. Basically, after the administrator died, not for any specific reason. But, you know, I, I like the premise, I like the setup, but I felt like they didn't know what to do. They didn't know what the story was going to be, so they were like, well, let's just explore what the horrific possibilities for this scenario are, and that's why they go through all the different levels, that's why they ride through. So I, I, I kind of felt like after a while, they just kind of ran out of stuff to say, mm-hmm. and uh, like, maybe this would have worked better as a short or something.
0: It was uh, based on a theatrical play, on
6: a play. Yeah, oh a stage play? That would have been, a stage that would have been play. An yeah. Interesting stagecraft.
1: I wonder uh, I wonder if they traveled <laughs> on the platform in the uh, in the play, because I could see this very this was this it. makes for a very easy two stage play if they just stay on one floor and then just somebody comes out and changes the number on the wall. Between yeah. Acts yeah. I would up. bet
0: money that that the play is him and Trimagasi And then he kills Trim... And that's it. Those are the two characters.
1: And we get to cannibalism, and that's the end. Which is what I was expecting.
6: So it's basically waiting for Godot with the buffet in front of them?
1: Yeah. Hmm.
2: That's what I guess. Musical numbers would have really added to this, I think. Yeah.
4: I like the whole story of the samurai plus. That was maybe the only thing I really liked. And that dog was really cute until they killed it and ate it. But anyway...
3: Now, Tremagasi was a very interesting character. Uh, it, it's probably worth stressing how good the acting is in this.
4: It um, was. <laughs>
3: for, for for all, I kind of took our lead uh, at uh, the uh, the very beginning, uh, Yvonne drawing a complete blank on his last name. I, uh, my, my first impression was, oh, bastard child of John Turturro and Adrian Brody. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah. no, he ended up actually a very impressive uh, uh, performance. As a guy who's a little bit of a cipher even to himself, I think he kind of you know didn't know what he was doing, and he's like, "Well, this is a thing that I could do. I've been meaning to quit smoking and read Don Quixote." So, uh, <laughs>
2: yeah. And he looks like Don Quixote, or at least mm-hmm. in yeah. which, your which mental image, yeah. yeah. No, but, I can see that. Uh, well, I mean, one of the layers of Don Quixote was, you know, Don the, the Don Quixote himself being a a rich man who's living a fantasy and Sancho Panza is the uh as the poor man who's just kind of going along for the ride. Like those aren't those aren't giants, man. Those are windmills, but go off, king. And <laughs> and meanwhile in this uh he's going through his own journey where he's if I can, if I can go through, and if I, if if we together by force make them share this food, we can we can fix the system. But you know, once you exert force in the system, you validate that you are now trying to control a system that cannot mm-hmm. be controlled. Yeah. And and that's where, uh, when the goal finally becomes getting up to the to what
6: was it level zero? Yeah. Uh, getting something. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's, it's
4: something Kana-Kata. Kana-Kata. Kana-Kata or the baby or whatever. Yeah.
6: There was a lot of dessert on that table. It seemed to be a very <laughs> large proportion of the food. It doesn't seem Well, to... it was
4: everybody's favorite, favorite
6: food. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right.
3: Yeah. No, there, there is, and this is possibly worth emphasizing to the folks at home. There is a major sidecar of humanity is fucking fucked in this movie. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I, like I said at the uh, when we signed off last time, be prepared to hate humanity. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. In particular
0: oh. the uh the couple who shit on his third roommate. Yes.
4: Um, oh yeah, they were horrible.
0: Bah Bah But
4: because they were above him, <clears throat> they felt like it was their right. Yeah. They could do it. Didn't
6: There's... someone say shit doesn't go up or something like that? I mean we all yeah. yeah. heard shit uh, rolls shit downhill. Really. So I
1: can't. Well, well he did was, like friend
4: he... to shit on the food, yeah. Right.
1: He said he was gonna he was gonna mix shit in all of the food so they couldn't eat anything unless they obeyed what he was yelling at them and they said i have no power above us because i can't shit up so which
3: was a great
5: line mm. it was actually yeah
1: yeah uh,
0: i i liked the film in spite of itself um i i think a lot of the allegory was was silly in in a lot of ways but you know i was i was along for the ride um i really liked the acting i i liked the staging of it Oh uh, yeah, I mean,
3: it is a fantastically executed film. Whatever you may think about,
1: the well, frankly,
3: the content.
4: I absolutely agree. It was fantastically executed. It looked great. It, I mean, it was well done. I still hated it. That's it. I still hated it. <laughs> well, I mean, there are certain
0: things which we just don't can't get over in a in a movie yeah. if they do them. Like for me, uh, infidelity in a movie usually is is something that I can't stand. Yeah, uh, mostly like on a creative either. level.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm like, come on do you do you feel Everybody they do cheats. it badly or they? I think it's, think it's always it's, done like, badly. badly? I, I, mm-hmm. I think
0: it's uh, uh it's cynical. I think it's a mm-hmm. very cynical plot device. Uh, because it's either done for laughs or or done to uh push a character in a certain direction. It's the same as the death of uh the female character to push the action hero into a certain direction. It mm-hmm. bugs the shit out of me. It's stupid.
3: we all have our hang-ups. Yeah.
5: (laughs) (laughs) But I
2: get Uh, it. I totally understand it.
3: That was more of last week's tropes discussion, but no, that's a (laughs) fair one.
0: Uh, This one, actually, yeah, this has a couple of tropes. Like, uh, oh, oh, it had one of my favorites. It had the wise old black man. Yeah.
1: It It did. He was was in a a wheelchair
4: and everything.
1: It was a well-executed trope in that case. I mean, it, it was... As soon as he arrived on that level, I'm like, okay, I know what's going to happen in this scene. But it was very well acted.
5: Yeah.
4: Well, no, yeah, yeah, but see, I was so cynical that I was like, oh, gosh, you know, wise old uh, you know, gentleman. And, and I did not like anything he had to say. I was like, he, he was you know, the of... whole thing about saving the panna cotta? I don't
6: understand a... that.
3: He was taking a very specific mission uh, that had a very distinct practical function. And convincing them to turn it into something more symbolic. Yes, and I
4: did not care for that. Yeah, I no, thought no, not, you are going way too far. Either,
3: honestly, I don't.
4: I, I mean, yeah, I think they I would mean, it I think turned the pe- it into a religious quest practically, I and I didn't like it. The
6: people up top would just be like, "Okay, some weirdos must have just protected this panna cotta all the way to the bottom for what, whatever." All right, next day, let's keep on going. I mean, I don't well, see what that I- would have. Nice I think at least they, the
4: little baby got something to eat. No, that mattered. And then she got a nap.
0: They mentioned <laughs> that they they believed that uh, the wait staff didn't have anything to do with the administration. That they thought if they got to the wait staff, that that I don't know how Maybe they knew something. that there was wait staff. There, there's a lot of
5: reaches <laughs> in the, log, the logical
3: food. process of the last third. I will yeah.
0: you. Now. Which, yeah, which I mean, in spite we, I of
1: itself. I would have expected some of that to at least make sense on an allegorical basis, and I don't think it really did that either. I mean, when we come down to the very end of the film, what did you think of the very end of the film? Either their plan or how it was executed?
5: I I
0: thought it was <laughs> kind of silly as an ending.
6: I feel like they just needed to end it somehow. I feel like <laughs> they didn't really know where to go with it, and thought mm-hmm. well, let's just put a child and send her up. Sure, yeah. she let's 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 have the the innocent escapes kind of trope and uh, and then they, whatever but that meme in this context
4: but did they they didn't give us that that ending i mean they just gave us hope i mean yeah. there's nothing worse in the world than a little hope Yeah, so, yeah. they, they that threw is torture. Us a
0: little uh, religious allegory by having him die and walk off with uh trimagasi is like but did he
4: yeah did he
1: die
6: <laughs> i think I don't that know. was He was seeing trimagasi everywhere die. anyways so i, yeah. I I I think we were pretty much
3: assuming that this was the end of the road for him.
6: Um. I
4: figure if he just waited 24 hours, he could get back on the platform and ride up himself. Which made no, it made
0: no sense to me (laughs) that he decided not to, not to just ride up with her. Like he, like it was some kind of grand gesture to to do this and it would prove the point.
1: That's what I was trying, what I t- was trying to figure out why they did that. In the end, it only made sense on an allegorical point, because I think they kept saying, you know, the panna cotta is the message, the panna cotta- no, the girl is the message, the girl is the message. I think it was supposed to be that the next generation is the message, and, and that we send aside. the child forward, you step aside, and the child, the fe- your influence on the child, and your nurturing the child to then... Do something to the system, take it apart, fix it, whatever. I think that was supposed to be the allegorical message at the end, yeah. but this kind of comes back to my whole point about that the whole trip on the platform took one day, you're right, he could just wait for the next one. They only, Man. they've got a lot of practice now in fasting, he could just wait for the next one to come down, get on there, and, and come to think of right, it- You're right, and I hate it! That <laughs> if, and if they're just restored to their same level, they could do it again tomorrow, and then everyone would get fed, except that they run out of food by about floor 300 or so. Mm-hmm. So mechanistically it doesn't make sense, and it can only make sense allegorically, and you're right, it is Baby's first allegory, that, you know, the children are our future is the actual final <laughs> message of the film. Is
3: and I found myself at the, at the ending, as much as anything, wondering, uh, wondering about how fast does the thing decelerate when it gets up towards <laughs> Yeah. <the power? laughs> yeah. And at the same time, uh, uh, I don't it, think it, they... it is an apparently unsupported uh, platform that is going up and down in the first place. So I'm actually kind of not worried about conservation of momentum particularly. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like the
6: way they can heat up or freeze a room when the rooms are that close together in one vertical column how could right. they just burn there up a there's some definite
3: manipulation of the forces okay. of the universe here i um, i don't know weirdly enough it gives me a little bit of a hope that the uh, the chamber at the bottom of the place is so clean maybe <laughs> there's a way out there after all i it's I, a bit of hell spent,
1: i spent too much time thinking about this and uh, i think i know how the platform moves oh no okay they're in a rail gun
2: Prison so railgun sounds nice. really metal. Um. <laughs> yeah,
1: no. If, if, they have a continu- a- if they have a continuous coil of wire wound around the entire structure, they could heat or freeze any floor they wanted to, and if they just lower the platform, which has embedded metal in it, magnetically through each floor, and then fire it back up again, they're living in a railgun. Yeah, magnets, w- bitch. Would, I
0: like
3: would it. would probably <laughs> affect metal implements people actually brought with them. Otherwise, I really like the
1: idea. That... There were no silverware on the table. There but was they've got swords and knives oh, everywhere. Oh, that and is they, true. And a okay. uh,
2: crowbar. Or, or ah, damn it. Yeah, the, the
3: Samurai Plus. <laughs> is no, no, gonna, I, I, yeah. like, I like your thought process here. Uh...
2: I'm willing yeah, yeah. to agree with this process just for the sake of enjoyment, uh, if, especially yeah. if there was a scene where they launched the child into orbit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the reveal at the end is uh, that's how they clean the table is they just... (laughs) That's
3: how that kitchen chair ended up on Europa. (laughs)
2: Uh. (laughs) Like, there is no message. Everything needs to be flung into space. Capitalism. (laughs) (laughs) And then all the economy teachers march into the sea, never to be seen again.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, does anybody have any final thoughts on uh, the platform before we leave for my final the thought
1: was the rail gun so i'm done <laughs> yeah uh,
6: it's a
4: good one
6: a i mean one. i didn't I, I didn't hate it how do you follow that it, but uh, i don't i don't feel the need to ever watch it again i mean i'm glad i watched <laughs> it it's been on my list for a while and and there were there are things to like about it it was very well made as well
1: i
5: actually really it was liked beautiful, it but i hated it go ahead sorry. I,
1: I i will
3: qualify to our audience who hasn't seen it yet uh if uh, they still feel the need to it is much more violent than we have let on uh, I think. Uh, oh yeah, it's, it's gross. It, it, you know, it it like yeah. like the, even allowing for the cannibalism, you know, just cannibalism is just a word. The reality is far, far worse. Um, <laughs>
4: well, on that, I was <laughs> fine with them eating the dead bodies. Was the, the eating people alive, uh, uh, slowly or fresh like, and strip unprepared. at a time? Yeah, yeah.
3: raw, R- oh. rough, rough butchered people. You guys <laughs> yeah. are
0: making me hungry.
4: Yeah. <laughs> hey, Ra-
2: Ravenous is a fantastic movie. If you it is. isn't it though, yes, it we is. we did it yeah, for the uh, we did yep. that
4: one for the. Show. I
0: love that movie. Yeah. yeah, man eats the flesh of another, gains his power. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> <Gains the power. laughs>
1: That was really sneaky. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
0: I think that's going to do it for us here on What's on the Pile. Uh, You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at What's on the Pile. Uh, You can find us on YouTube under the Punch Bunny YouTube channel. Or you can visit our website, whatsonthepile.com. Ty, where can we find you?
2: Uh, Bastards of the Universe. You can find us on Facebook at Bastards of the Universe, on Twitter at Bastard House, and of course, twitch.tv slash Bastards of the Universe. We're on every Thursday at 8.30, give or take. And, uh, yeah, we're watching trailers, uh, all the latest trailers for the week and uh, animated features or, in some cases, live action. So Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. It's
0: a great show. Everybody should tune in. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for us. Uh, thanks for hanging out.